Welcome to MRS Bulletin's Materials News Podcast, providing breakthrough news and interviews with researchers on the hot topics of biomaterials, quantum materials, artificial intelligence, perovskites, and robotics. My name is Sophia Chen. Lots of robots borrow human or animal-like characteristics. They might have arms, legs, or maybe cameras for eyes. But Barbara Matsolai is trying something a little different. She's designing robots inspired by plants. Recently, she and her research team at the Italian Institute of Technology have made a robot that looks like a plant tendril, similar to the ones that ivy plants might use to climb a trellis. The entire robot looks incredibly simple. It looks like a thin twine that has been wound into a corkscrew shape. Matsolai's team can make this corkscrew extend and straighten just like a plant tendril. She says they want to develop a robot that can explore an unknown area, just like a plant does. Plants could be the model to develop a robot for very harsh environment, for colonize a very difficult environment, to explore a harsh situation. The tendril, she says, is crucial to how many types of plants position and maneuver themselves in an uninhabited location. Tendril is one of the way, one of the strategies that they use to anchor the body. The robot doesn't just look like a plant tendril. It also moves according to the same mechanism as in nature. Both the robot and the plant move fluid around inside them to extend their tendrils. When the tendril is curled, that means it is relatively limp with less fluid inside it. When the tendril is extended, that means it has more fluid inside it. Both the plant and robot push or extract fluid from inside the tendril by exploiting the process of osmosis. Mazzolai's colleague, Eduardo Sinibaldi, explains how it works in their robot. If you can imagine the curly tip of the robot tendril, that curl is attached to a longer tube that is contained within a special sleeve made of active carbon cloth electrodes. This sleeve is placed in a solution containing lots of ions. In our implementation, we use sodium sulfate. It's a common electrolyte, and it's very stable, and it's not toxic. They've made the tendril using two types of plastic. One type, called polysulfone, is permeable to water. Water can flow across this plastic barrier through pores about 50 nanometers in size. Imagine this part of the tendril, which is soaking inside the solution within the carbon cloth sleeve. It's like a crazy straw filled with liquid that is also submerged in more liquid. At equilibrium, the ion concentration is the same inside and outside the tube, but Sinibaldi applies a voltage to two electrodes on the cloth sleeve to make ions collect on the electrodes. This causes the liquid outside the tube to have a lower concentration of ions than inside the tube. This concentration gradient causes water to rush into the tube. This inflow of fluid stiffens the tendril tip, making it extent. The tendril tip is made of another type of plastic, ethylene terephthalate, coated with aluminum, which has been fabricated to achieve the necessary stiffness. This is the basic fluid transport that is used by plants to, let's say, swell cells and tissue in a coordinated manner and consistently stiffen tissue while it's inflating and decrease the stiffness of tissue while deflating. It takes about a milliliter of fluid to extend the robot tendril. In a demonstration, the team coiled and uncoiled the tendril around the stems of a real plant. They were able to coil the tendril 500 degrees in 25 minutes, and they can reverse the coiling or uncoiling as needed. 
Matsulai also points out that the whole robot, including the tube and the carbon cloth, are made of flexible, soft material with tunable stiffness. These are properties that could be useful for medical applications. This is the challenging of the soft robotics community. You know? Developing something can operate inside the body without any damage for the humans and at the same time to be able to operate and change the stiffness. Matsulai has also chosen to make plant-like robots because they have unique adaptations for exploring and functioning in harsh conditions. She thinks that they could be useful for exploring new planets or in more mundane applications on Earth. This robot can move inside very narrow spaces for exploration, for recovering objects from wells or moving debris after disaster. And also it can really be used in new applications. This work was published in a recent issue of Nature Communications. My name is Sophia Chen from the Materials Research Society. For more news, log on to the MRS Bulletin website at mrsbulletin.org and follow us on Twitter at MRS Bulletin. Thank you for listening.